Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, Fear fans? This was a Daniel-heavy episode. Join us in the live chat. Leave your comments below. Fear the Walking Dead episode four starts now. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> we totally played that out. But... Guys, if you just watched this episode, which I'm sure you have, um, this is a very, very Daniel-heavy episode. Right. Like, I'm really excited to talk about it. Um, let's get our intros over with. I am your host, Timothy Michael. You can join me on all social media platforms at I am Timothy Mike, and I am joined by my lovely co-host. Hello, I'm Natalie Dyer. You can find me at, at Natalie Dyer on all sorts of social medias, the Instagram, the Tumblr, the Twitter, Everything. The, all those things. The life. The life. <laughs> That's where That's you find right. it. That's I live my life online. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and in um, TV shows, apparently. I'm so excited about this episode because there's always this... When you watch a show like Fear the Walking Dead and it's so so char- strongly character-heavy... Um, we want to know their backstories. Yes. And we've said this about Kim Dickens' character, Madison. Um, yes. We've said this about Strand's character. They only give us like a little bit of pieces. And I feel like Daniel's backstory was pretty prominent in this episode, which I loved. What yes. was your initial thoughts of this episode? I'm so glad they didn't make us wait another two episodes to find out what was happening because they did the reveal and then we get to see. That's true. They do They do like to do that a lot. But yeah. I feel like they're not doing it this season, which is no. awesome because they are pretty much picking up where every episode leaves off. Mm-hmm. Um, and just speaking of that, so Daniel is rescued by this group of people um, and he's in pretty bad shape. Yeah, yes. Obviously. Yeah. Um, burnt leg, dehydrated, burnt everywhere. Honestly. Um, and yeah. they get to this, I guess you can call it a, I don't want to say a safe haven, but I guess a community, maybe? Sure. Town? It's a, I think it's a town. Yeah. It's a town. Um, and I liked what Fear of the Walking Dead does because I was like, how does this town correlate with, you know, where they are now or how he ended up there? And it, this episode was all about water. Yes. And if we talked about, you know, last episode, water is key currency as of now. In the yes. apocalypse. Um, would you say that the water stealing... <laughs> like the, I was like, me. I was like, it's keeping you in desperation. Would you say that that is fair to say that it would be water, not food? Uh, well, you need water to make food, so yes. That's true. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. I would yeah. say it's definitely the currency that you would want to have. Um in a post-apocalyptic, infected world. (laughs) Agreed, agreed. And our statement in the beginning, damn Daniel, has a lot to do with this episode. Obviously, two-parter, Daniel being Daniel. There was a lot of damn Daniel and a lot of damn it, Daniel. Damn damn it, Daniel. And there was a lot of damn in this episode, um, which I found really... (laughs) Did you get that? Oh, I like that. I got it. That took me a minute, but I got it, I got it. (laughs) If all of our fans out there are really smart, they would have got that one. Um, They are really smart. They are very smart. Are you accusing them of not being smart? No, no, I'm just saying. Um, And if our amazing engineer, Anthony, can get our 
live chat up to see if there's anybody in there so we can interact with you guys. Um, So yeah, so they're in this little community and they get this 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 really this ominous like water source at 5 p.m. every Tuesday. Yeah. So it's once a week (laughs) at 5 p.m. on the dot, and water flows out of this fountain, and that's how they've been getting the water supply. And without it, they would obviously die. what I found interesting was that while they were helping Daniel and after they got the water, this fifth beetle guy, which I thought was an interesting <laughs> name. Yeah, he's, he's very ominous. Fifth <laughs> beetle rescues Daniel. And then they're driving through the town on this bike and he's got like this boombox thing that's and like, saying, Awa, yeah, Awa, did you, Awa. what did you think of that? I, um, I was like, what is this idiot doing? Like, why is he calling all the walkers to him? I mean, infected. We're going with infected. Infected. Ah, I will, it will just correct myself every time. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was going, idiot, idiot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Idiot. But then also, like, badass, because he's, like, riding around pushing Daniel in the bat, like, the, the thing, the and bat, just yeah. hitting people over the head with a baseball bat. And yeah. I was like, you're kind of amazing. Right, but he could have avoided that if he wasn't fully advertising where they were. Right. Well, I mean, I get why he did it now, but... In the moment, I was like, the Yeah, I was like, you're trying to, like, avoid the infected, but you're... Calling them to this area. Exactly. And calling them to you. And it was a brilliant smoke screen. Because there was little <laughs> literal smoke at some point. Um, there was. But it was brilliant. It was, let's call all the walk uh, infected to this area. And then when those, the, the, the guys from the dam um, come driving through, it's going to be overrun by infected. Yeah. So. Which, just... So we encounter this group of people after, you know, we are driving through this town on this bike. And when they get there, they're trying to help Daniel and they have to cut off, which I thought was completely intense, this burnt part of his leg before it rotted and it got infected and they would have to probably amputate his leg. But then they said, you know, they have to cover his mouth because in order to, like, not attract the the infected to them. But didn't you just do that when you drove the bike all the way to this? Yeah, but it's like, um, it's like, it's like in Jurassic Park. He walks around with the flare, right? And he's like, follow me, I've got the flare. And then he throws the flare and goes the other option, the yeah. other way, right? Yeah. So they just turned it off because Walker, or Infected are not that smart and then bailed through the smoke screen. Oh, very yep. And then you have the truck guys who are coming around. Yes. So they're making more noise, too. Yes. Quick shout out to Simon Cerna and Untitled Game Show in the chat. Thank you guys for joining yes. us. Hello. Um... I do want to talk about this, um, this the truck with the machine gun thing on it, really quick, because before they brought Daniel into this, I guess house, mm-hmm. um, there were these guys on this machine gun truck. Truck. It's pretty intimidating. What did you initially think was going on? Um, I didn't correlate it to the dam at all. I just assumed that oh look, once more we've got some more bad guys that you need to avoid. I honestly thought they were first hiding from the infected. Okay. But then when he hurt his leg and they're like shh, that's what I thought. Yeah. And then it pans up and it shows the truck. And I was like, oh well look, we've just got some more bad guys that we're gonna have to um, deal with at some point. See, I thought that they were like uh, the drug dealers um, that were dealing with Nick. 
Oh, in that question. instance, because I was like, where did they? I, I didn't understand where the the whole machine gun. Like, obviously, at the beginning of the episode, we didn't know how Daniel was going to correlate to getting Into, to the damn yeah. blah mm-hmm. blah. So that's what my initial thought was: was drug dealers, machine gun. Fair. I just assumed. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> we got some more. Um, I love when, and this just comes back to just the backstory of Daniel. Um, he owned a barber shop. And him and the fifth Beatle guy, I'm going to call him the fifth Beatle guy because that's that's all his, like, that's, hey, I mean. The Beatles only had four people, I'm pretty sure. Did they have four or five? They have I five? think it was five. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but now, if anybody in the chat real. could let us know what the fifth Beatle guy's name was, we looked it up on IMDb. Um, I try to catch it throughout the episode. Natalie keeps joking that there was a lot of reading in this episode because of the subtitles. There was a lot of reading in this episode. But we didn't catch his name, so I'm just going to keep calling him fifth sure. Beatle. Um but they, him and Daniel have this great conversation, and Daniel says to him, I've killed 96 people mm-hmm. after he's cut his hair, um, which I thought was cool because I completely forgot that Daniel was a barber. Yeah. That maybe he had his own barber shop. This is like yeah. season one, like episode it one. It was a throwback. It was, yeah. a, it was a throwback to remind you of, like, he, yes, we all know him as this dangerous guy. We're so happy that he's back from, there were five Beatles, by the way. <laughs> Yay, thank you. <laughs> Whoops. Um, anyway, yeah, so it was really nice to see him, see, like, have a reminder that he was human for a yeah. little while, especially with where the episode went. Yeah. Um, because he did pretend, if you want to call it that, or, or he lived a fairly normal, stable life. Yeah. Until this all happened. Um, and then brought back all of his PTSD stuff. So it was definitely a needed thing to have. Yeah, I agree. Um, another thing that, that came up in that conversation was that Daniel's killed 96 people. Mm-hmm. And he asked him that, a specific number. And it, it just brings me back, and I'm, we're not going to do this too much, you guys, because uh, we don't want to compare The Walking Dead with Fear of the Walking yeah. Dead. But in The Walking Dead, Rick's group, and Rick in general, can always tell a good not a good person, but a worthy person or somebody that they could let into their group by the, if they know the specific number of people that they killed. Because it proves that they have a conscience. Yeah. It proves that they are not just these ruthless killers who are just killing people just to kill people. And Daniel says 96. Yeah. Do we think that the writers did that on purpose in order to, to kind of show us that Daniel does have a conscious a conscience underneath all of this? Yes, because later in the episode, not to like jump to the end, he's asked again how many people have you killed, and he says, "I don't remember." Yes, but that's only when he was dealing with Dante, right? So it's it's it, you're you're right because it's um he was trying to earn the trust right of of the group he was with, and yeah. by saying an exact number is a little bit less like intimidating than oh I've lost count right. And when he's with Mr. Dante, but it's, he's trying to like prove himself with Dante, right? He's trying to prove that he can be this ruthless killer, right? Right. So he has to say... I just thought that was interesting. Good. If that was the writer's point, I thought that was great. I also want to know if that counts the infected that he's killed, or, like, does he consider the infected humans? And did he start adding that to the list or not? That's a good idea. That's a good um, point. Point. Because I was like... I I was actually thinking the same thing, because I was like, is 96... I think it's 96 people not being infected. I think so, too. Because this is before the infected ever broke out. Right. So, or... Well, when Dante asks him... It's before this infected ever. That's when he was part of the in El Salvador. Right. But when Fifth Beetle asks him, it's... Altogether. I don't know. Let us know what you guys yeah. think. Um, do, you guys do we think? think 96 people is people people or I think, like infected I think it's people, people people, but I just wanted to know if he's going to start adding to it. Yeah. With the fact that they're infected now. Hmm. Just a thought. Speaking of El Salvador, yes. um, Daniel has 
Daniel and his family did escape from El Salvador, and he brings up Ophelia, which I'm really excited about because we haven't a seen Ophelia. Uh, we just keep talking about her. Yep. Um, and I really, when when he was previewed last episode, I really wanted to see what Daniel's reaction was to what happened after the fire. Um, and we get a little taste of that. Um, it wasn't like a flashback, which is what I was hoping for. Were you hoping for a flashback? On like how he got out? Yeah. Or were you good with just the story? I mean, I was good with the story. I didn't, yeah. I didn't need to see how it happened. Okay. I really wanted to, I because I wanted to see, like, the fire and him, like, falling out. Because, <laughs> I mean, Ruben Blades, who's the actor for yeah. Daniel, he's an amazing actor. I yes. mean, obviously. Um, I want to see him not just tell a story. You know what I mean? I want to see him, like, act this out. Oh, of course. No, there's no doubt about that. I just want to see it. I want to see it. That's all. Okay, okay. Um, Fair. But, so, yeah. Ophelia, so, Daniel was trapped in the, the building, obviously, the wine cellar. Mm-hmm. Um, and he claws his way out, and now he's looking for Ophelia, um, because who he thinks is dead. Yeah, I didn't even, but that didn't, but see, I, that didn't even occur to me. I thought that he knew that Ophelia got out. It didn't occur to me that he, he might, might have that. burned everybody to death. Yeah, I didn't. Okay, so I didn't think I didn't think about that either. But the fact that he didn't like find her body or her as a infected, like that's that's why I assumed that he either figure she was alive i don't know i I would assume people are alive until they've proven me dead i don't know in this world i would be like you're alive or i'd assume they were all dead until they proved me wrong (laughs) it was like one or the other it's like one or the other you can either go with oh i really want to i'm gonna prove i hope that they're alive but they're probably dead or i'm gonna hope that they're dead and then prove me wrong and be alive exactly yeah glass Uh, half empty glass half full exactly figure out which one you are (laughs) right okay one thing that i have to point out in this episode which i thought was a little overly dramatic was when daniel was in this I guess you can call it a reservoir-ish um, type of space. It's a Los Angeles river. There you go. Because we don't have real rivers. We have concrete rivers. We have rivers. concrete. And this little tiny slab of, like, this water, water. running through it. Whatever. Um, but when he's a like... A canal. A canal. That's yeah. sort of maybe it. Let's I go with that. <laughs> um, but when Daniel's praying in front of, like, the infected, mm-hmm. and then the lightning strikes... Like, mm-hmm. strikes the infected, and then we move on from there. But I thought... Did you think that was a little dramatic? Uh, yeah, but yeah. also, like, what a cool way to start killing infected. <laughs> but he wasn't even dead. Like, the infected wasn't even dead. Yeah, it did. He no, because it was alive in the pipe. No, it wasn't. That was Daniel. No, but they, they, oh, right, it was. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 its eyes were open. Well, yeah, but it was but dead. But it was dead, right? Yeah. Okay. People don't close their eyes when they die. I don't know. I was like, it's an, I just, it looked alive to me. I don't know, you guys. It's a freaking infected. I'm not, I don't know if it's alive or dead. It looks dead or it looks alive. I don't know. Um, oh, that's amazing. But yeah, I just thought it was a little, a little overdramatic. Oh, look. Uh, Untitled Game Show says, by the way, the person that helped Daniel is named Efron. Hope that helps. Efrain. Efrain. Thank you, Efrain. Untitled Game Show. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I could stop calling him Fitbit now. I was going to start calling him Jesus because he had a lot of Jesus undertones. He did have, from Walking Dead. The guy from Walking Dead? No, I mean, like, a, oh. like Jesus in general. Oh, well, it's funny because he reminded me of Jesus from The Walking Dead, too. Oh, okay. Like, this, like, savior, like, badass kind of, sure. like, okay. you know. So, okay, Jesus on two parts. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call him that. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was just a, a tad bit dramatic. But then I also am wondering what happened to the whole PTSD thing with Daniel because he said it to Efrain, thank you, Untitled Game Show host, uh, Untitled Game Show, um, that he was he wasn't all clear with his mind, he was losing his mind, but now he's fine. I disagree. I think they just didn't have time to touch on it now, um, or to see the consequences of it. Um, or at least I hope so. I hope we still 
get to deal a little bit with the PTSD um, because it doesn't just disappear. It's not a right. thing that happens. Um, but I do think that he kind of, he was slipping into his old ways a little bit in, in a sense. How so? so? like his survival and mm. like, and, and, you know, at some point he kind of takes on the whole, yes, I am the general or what, what, what he was. Sombra Negra. Yes. Sombra Negra. So I think he was sort of just adding to, to maybe what he has. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, I mean, my theory was that because he was, and he touched up on this, in a house surrounded by death, mm-hmm. do we think because he killed so many people when he was part of the Civil War in El Salvador mm-hmm. that he was just, that's what was his trigger? And now that he's out of it, he's okay? Well, I think he was uh, feeling the effects of PTSD probably from season one when he was torturing that one um the soldier the soldier yeah um and then his daughter finds out and maybe actually maybe he doesn't have the ptsd because ophelia is not there to judge him at the moment mm. and they touched on judgment a lot in this episode as well yes yeah because he has forgiveness like a lot but he doesn't want forgiveness from these random people he wants it from ophelia and that's probably not a yeah Sylvia B in the chat says, with PTSD, it is a struggle, but you do have moments of clarity. Sylvia, do you think that it's, do you think that they're going to touch on it again? Because I feel like if they don't, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a cop-out. Thank you. You got me. Yeah, it's a cop-out. I mean, that was a huge part of Daniel's storyline, was that he was struggling with his past and the present, especially during this crazy apocalyptic time. And for them to not address it, it would be a cop-out. So let us know what you guys think. Um, Moving on, so to the Gonzalez Dam, um, yeah. which I'm, <laughs> I was like, Gonzalez Dam, that's kind of a badass name. I like that name. Um, we find out what's going on with this Dante character, who we are familiar with from the last episode. Yeah. Um, he's apparently the, Dante the asshole. The asshole. The president asshole. Um, <laughs> president maybe ben like our current president. Ben <laughs> 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 I don't speak Spanish too clearly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so this President Dante guy is distributing water, um, and Daniel seems to have a problem with it, but he's still getting his his bearings because he's with this with this woman named Lola, um, who gets him a janitorial job, and that's how he gets his way in. Because if they find out that he was either snuck in, they'll kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they really can't tell them the truth that he was mm-hmm. in this drain pipe because they'll kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, Either way, he, Daniel was going to die and the three people who helped him get in were going to die. What was your first impression of Lola, though? She was such a little sweetheart. I don't... That was your impression of her? Right? Lola's like the lady who saves him, right? The lady... Yeah, the, the lady, lady who, who saves c- him, but... Didn't he... She, she, isn't she also the one that cuts his leg? Yeah. Yeah. That's not, like, sweet little, like... For me, that was, like, Lola's badass. Not only was she badass in that moment, but when she's, like, okay, convincing well, the head of security guy... You can be a guy, sweetheart and be badass. I don't, think she's ba- I don't think she's a sweetheart at all. She was, A, holding a grudge against Daniel. We'll talk about that later. But when the, um, the head of security guy comes up to her and asks about Daniel, she's like, why don't you worry about head of security and I'll worry about water? You do your job, I'll do my job. I thought she was a badass. I was like, I'm off work. Okay, she's a sweetheart and that she is trying to save other people um, and, like, not have this whole weird, like, water distribution thing. Right. Like, she is a sleeper cell agent and she's amazing, but she has to be a sweetheart to do that. Okay. I th- okay. I'm on. I'm on. I, 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 I got, I got okay. you. Um, 
I I liked where they were going with this whole conflict with, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, sleeper agents Mm -hmm. um, going against Dante, but they're they're working against him while in the dam. I thought that was I thought they were going to expand more on that. Uh, Yeah, I honestly thought that was going to play out for a little while longer, not just a single episode, Um, because it is it's something that happens. It's kind of like under uh, undermining authority. That's what they were doing. Yeah. Um, And I would have liked to see that a little bit more. Uh, but this is this is Fear the Walking Dead, so we need to get back to the infected. And there wasn't a whole lot of infected in this area. It was pretty secure, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, so we got to get back. Yeah, let's <laughs> we'll get back to that. But so we finally see this Dante and Daniel kind of con or just I guess just meeting. I guess it was a meeting, um, and we learn a little bit more about. Daniel's backstory, which was that he was part of the El Salvadoran um, Civil War. He was an officer. Um, just a little backstory about that, guys, if anybody wants to know. This is just how badass Daniel actually is. Mm-hmm. So he's in this Civil War, this El Salvadorian Civil War, which went from 1980 to 1992's 12-year war. Um, and it was the military-led government versus a five left-wing guerrilla groups known as um, the Farabundo Marti National Liberation Front, the FMLN for short. Um, I know, it was very, I was like, FMLN. Fuck my life now. Yeah. <laughs> um, for short, and they were opposing the military mm-hmm. um, government and almost seventy to eighty thousand people died. Um, but what the government would do is, what they they would kill non-combatant civilians through torture, mutilation, um, and this is just just a little backstory on like history lesson, history lesson. <laughs> but just like on seeing how badass like mm-hmm. Daniel really is. I mean, but we knew that from season one and uh, the beginning of season. Two. Yeah, but I'm, I just wanted to put into context for like the viewers who don't know what this civil war was sure. all about. Like they mutilated and tortured people. So yeah. like the fact that they almost killed Daniel off, I think that's why people were so upset because he's such a strong character and he's literally lived through this 12 year civil right. war right. just to be killed in a fire. <laughs> Like that's I think that why we're so that he upset. started. Yeah, that he started. Well, he, he sort doesn't of. Know there. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel wants a jeep from Dante. Um, did we think mm-hmm. that Dante was going to be so lenient or? Um, Listen, Dante is a bad guy. He is a bad guy, <laughs> <laughs> and he knows. That Daniel has this history. I mean, he's known. Like, to the fact where he says his name and the guy says Salazar, like, uh, I think it was General or, or again, whatever it was, uh, Salazar. Like, he has a reputation so much so that this guy knows who he is and is like, I could use you. Yeah. So he's a lot like Strand in a way where he's like, you are, like, I, it is worth it to keep you around and to keep you on my side. I'm sorry, are you comparing Dante to Strand? Sort of. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, they're both the sleazy, like, I'm going to lie to get what I want. Yeah, but I don't think Strand has killed people. Well, no. No, no, no. But I'm just saying that that's the same, like, charlton Okay. Life, like, you know, uh, charisma. They're Doing using whatever their charisma you need to, to do get what they need. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And they know how to use people to get where they want to be. Okay. That's, that's more of the point. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what Dante does because he can convinces Daniel to stay at the dam to look for a person who's been stealing water. Right. Um, 
but he knows who's been right that and i was like but i didn't really correlate and i don't know if anybody in the chat or anybody watching our show right now um correlated the fact that it was the um Efrain who was actually stealing the water and that's who dante was actually after because i didn't Oh, I, okay, I didn't really get that. Well, I did. I think they were looking for this the person inside. Um, who oh, was, who was stealing. So yes. it was really Lola that they were looking for. Um, and I... So I didn't get that right away, okay. to be honest. Um, but I did as soon as it, it you know, came around. To yeah. the, like, I lost my train of thought. That's okay, because Daniel goes yeah. with the machine gun guys in the truck. Yes. And they go back to this town that was in the beginning of the episode, and Daniel gives up Efrain, fifth mm-hmm. Beatle guy. I feel like I just have to keep saying the Beatle guys. Jesus. Um, <laughs> to Jesus. Um, do we think, just so that he can, what he says is so that protect. he can protect Lola, Lola and the rest of the people who were essentially stealing water from the dam, did you think that Daniel was right in doing that? What would you do? I see what I thought. Okay, see what I had thought was going to happen was that when they were walking toward the dam, I thought that or walking toward the fountain, mm-hmm. I thought that Daniel was going to like create a distraction or yell or something to to, to to turn them around for like five minutes or so in order for the water to shut off. Well, we don't know how long the water ran for. That's he right. was able to fill up like quite a few things like uh, bottles, so we don't know how long it ran for. Um, I don't disagree with what he did. I almost feel like he should have utilized the boombox speaker thing, but, you know, not ratted out a guy been like, hey, I just saw a guy run that way, or yeah. whatever. Like, I, I, he, the fact that he actually turned him over is kind of really hard. That being said, oh, I know, if we want to, I don't want to jump to the torture thing yet. Yeah, no. So, okay, so right after that, after Daniel gives up this mm-hmm. guy, um, Efrain, we pick up right where the last episode left off, which was yeah, yeah. Da- a strand coming into the dam, and Daniel yeah, yeah. sees him. Um, and it is just, it just, the, the writers just wanted to show that Daniel was only worried about Ophelia throughout this entire thing. Going to the dam was his only mission. Getting out of the fire, his only mission was finding Ophelia. Going right. to the dam to get the Jeep, his only mission was finding Ophelia. But, but he abandons it, he could have gotten a Jeep. Like, well, he made a deal with this Dante guy who was clearly sure. dangerous. Like, sure. wouldn't you make a deal with him too? Just for a little while? Maybe. I don't... I mean, it's it's hard to say. See, but that's another reason why I thought they were going to la- like have this conflict last a little longer. A little, yeah. Because when they were shaking hands and he's like, I give you my word, it was like this very ominous... And I keep <laughs> I using this like, ominous word because... It, yeah, liar, it was liar, like this... Liar. Like, okay, we obviously don't trust you. Nope. I thought we were going to be able to trust you for a couple of episodes. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. No, yeah, I didn't. No, I didn't think that was gonna happen right. very long at all. Especially uh, when Strand jumps back in, then it was like, oh yeah, this is over. But also, I feel like there was a lot of time sort of jumps in this yeah. uh, episode, like to the point where oh, I remember what I was gonna say I didn't realize that the, that Lola was already working and like releasing the water right. when they find Daniel. Yes, I thought she'd gotten that job, like. After they'd saved him, and he went off with Jesus, and so did I. Did some stuff, but that so, wasn't the case, right? Got it. Sorry, that's what I was gonna say. Yes, I got lost on time. So Strand and Daniel have this conversation. He's obviously asking about Ophelia, mm-hmm. and he doesn't believe Strand. Mm-hmm. Can you blame him? No, because Strand was lying. But he wasn't. He was. Ophelia what? was not back at the hotel. They were when they had left. When he left? No. When they when they left? No, no, no. Strand wasn't. Yes. Strand. So Strand was he. He he told the truth up to a point. Right. 
Um, but he also knew that he couldn't tell Daniel, oh no, Ophelia went off on her own, just disappeared one day, and we let her go. We didn't look for her. But did we think it was smart for him to say, she's in a hotel in Rizzarito a day from here? Like, do we... It, like, he was giving up all this information. Daniel could have easily been like, okay, thanks, bye. Instead right. of maybe Strand playing a little bit smarter. And well, and I feel like Daniel would have believed him better if he had actually played it a lot smarter. Right. And Sylvia B. Strand. Right. And Sylvia B. in the chat says Strand is, is a seducer. Is a so seducer. it was just a little lackluster for me that it was out of character for Strand to, to give up all of his, or lo- look like he's giving up all of his cards and not seducing the this right. moment. To, to a degree. I think that he was in a point of desperation. Okay. Uh, it was getting down to the point where he knew he wasn't going to be able to seduce him, his way out of this cell. Mm. Um, even with Daniel. He knows where he stands with Daniel. So I think Strand was trying to play it the best way he thought possible to get Daniel to get him out. Um, especially because Daniel didn't, doesn't like him. Yeah. And he doesn't really like Daniel. So he had to, he had to do something that might... That might help him. And you touched up on this while we were watching the episode. This whole strand, like this strand versus Daniel mm-hmm. conflict, um, and it goes obviously back to the boat when you know it's just this alpha male versus alpha male kind of like mm-hmm. they both want to be in charge, but obviously one person has to be in charge. And right. Daniel had to be more of in like a a submissive role while he was on Daniel's boat. I mean, while he was on Strand's boat. Do we think that? Daniel is do we think that he's like I don't know holding more of a grudge than he needs to against Strand because literally like like, if you think about it Strand has done everything that he needed to do to to survive survive. this is even before the apocalypse he was doing what he needed to do to survive in his mind right and Daniel was a soldier and a torturer in the civil war in El Salvador yeah so you'd think that he'd understand where Strand is coming from, but it doesn't look like that's the case. No, he's he's holding a grudge, and I don't, I don't think that's fair. I think they both, I think it's really funny, because I think they're both trying to be alpha males, and yet they both are very uh, very much followers in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, they will go off and they'll do their own things, but at the same time, um, they follow, you know. But Strand didn't follow Madison. No. she left the hotel. He didn't. That's why I'm saying he wants to be. Mm. But he clearly can't take care of himself. <laughs> so, like... I don't know. I do, that's true. I do want to touch up on that. Because <laughs> when we first meet Strand, he is in this, like, prison cell in season one. And Nick mm-hmm. literally has to help him get out. Yeah. And now in this season... Like, we all think he's a smooth talker, but he's only a smooth talker when he has backup. And to a certain point. Yeah. Like, he, his talk only gets him so far. Right. Which I find really interesting. Yeah, hashtag where's Ophelia? Girl, I feel... Or, no, sorry. Boy, I feel you. Yeah, Simon, <laughs> we we genuinely do want to know where Ophelia is because I think that it's Ophelia... Fourth season, fourth episode. Fourth episode. And even according to the preview, Ophelia's not in the preview either, so I, I'm kind of oh. curious to see when they're going to introduce her. And this is coming from a person who didn't like Ophelia. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like... I didn't like her until she went off on her own okay. and like grew a set of her on herself <laughs> to be like, you know what? I'm going to go and do what I need to do by myself. Did you like Ophelia when... And I just want to talk about this really quick because when she finally does come up on screen mm-hmm. or when she makes an appearance in the episode... <laughs> we'll know um, where we stand. <laughs> yes. Did you like Ophelia? I, um, I did and I didn't. I, I have, with most of these characters, I have love and hate relationships with uh, with the exception of very few of them. 
Um, like Alicia's my girl. No. I don't, there's like a few times where I'm like, you're being a dumbass, but otherwise <laughs> I'm like, I love you. Uh, <laughs> but as for Ophelia, I really, I liked her at the very, very beginning. Okay. In season one. See, I didn't. And then, well, you didn't, she was like seducing the guard. Like she was working her, like she was. In season one, I just thought she was too needy. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess, yeah, that's fair, I guess. But I, I liked her then. And then till the end when she was being all whiny that her dad was a torturer. Because I was like, he's trying to save your life, dude. Come on. Like, <laughs> So, I don't know. I go back and forth. I absolutely love her right now because, yeah, she did go all badass and, like, go off on her own. And, yeah, she got cool. There are a lot she of... She got cool. The, yeah, there are, and there are a lot of theories out there that Ophelia is being held captive by Jeremiah, who is at Brokejaw mm-hmm. Ranch. And or with the other group that they're... That shot down the helicopter. Yeah. Right. Which I just really want to know what's going I on. I really want to know, too. And I, I, I'm wondering when it's going to come to a head. I am... Well, I guess we'll talk about that in predictions. Yes. Because uh, yes, we still have yes, predictions yes. to do. Uh, I do want to go back to the episode. Um, I just wanted to veer off really quick. Yeah, because I, we needed to establish where we stand on Ophelia since she hasn't made an appearance yet, mm-hmm. you guys. What about you guys? Where do you stand with Ophelia? Yeah, let us know where you stand on with Ophelia. Well, one, and I love Mercedes Mason, so I want her to come back. <laughs> I, okay, fair. Okay. Um, anyway. Let's go to Daniel being, like, torturing this water thief, Efrain. Yeah. Um, and you had touched up on it earlier in our episode mm-hmm. when you said that it brought you back to the first ep- first season where he had, had tortured that soldier and mm-hmm. Ophelia had this huge, like, n- like I don't want you to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but Madison was the one that was like, get any kind of information <laughs> that you can out of him. Um, do we think that... I love Madison. What did you think of that whole situation? Which, of Daniel having to torture this guy that literally saved his life, but now has to kill him in order to protect everybody else. Karma's a bitch. <laughs> like, for who, though? For him. For, I mean, for, for Daniel or for the Efren? For Daniel. He did oh. bad karma by saying, like, oh, I'm going to report this, like, say, oh, here's your, your water thief, and now you're the one that has to torture him. Yeah. Like... Do That's going to take a hit to your soul. Do we think that Dante kind of had a, maybe maybe thought that Daniel had anything to do with this whole water scandal thing, and that's I, why he made him do it? Or did you think that he wanted Daniel to prove his worth, and that's why he made him torture I think that second one, because um, if he had an f- inkling that Daniel was a part of the water stealing, he mm. probably would have Just had more... Him. No, probably oh. would have had more guards up there on the... <laughs> that's like he only true. had... That's true, one, you're right. One, two, three, like four... Uh, there's four bad guys in total i think yes. right or did he kill three three he tripped one shot one and then dante yeah okay. so there's three so i think if he had had any inkling because he knows how dangerous daniel is he would have had more security up there yeah uh and that would have been a giveaway anyway but yeah that's my thoughts okay because i thought that that whole like the just him having to torture somebody and then another thing that i noticed was lola was in the room mm-hmm. and i was like why is she in the room right now she's just the water person she's just dealing with the water why is she in the room watching these guys torture this guy well because she is in charge of the water so technically she's the one who's being stolen from sort of like it's her department that's i still getting don't think that from. she should have yeah but she that, this is a security issue and she had nothing to do with security mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And she said in the beginning of the episode, like mm-hmm. the head of security deals with security, she deals with the water. I don't think this guy had anything to I do. Think it, with the I water. think it, I think they probably were like this overlaps over the two. Um, 
but I also knew that she was going to crack before the. Did you really? Yeah, because that was, was going to be my next question. Oh yeah, no, I knew, I knew. Okay. I I think I even said it, but you we we listened with headphones on, oh. um, and you didn't hear me say it, but I was like, oh, she's going to crack way before. He See, does. I didn't <laughs> think that she was going to crack. I was actually really surprised that she cracked. Part of why she's a sweetheart. <laughs> Okay, fine. Touche, Natalie. Touche. She got me, well guys. She played. did. She is a sweetheart, but she's also a badass. Because, yes. Oh, yeah, she definitely I mean, is. Because who else would sacrifice themselves because somebody that you... And I'm guessing that they were lovers. I think so. They had, they had some sort of history, for yeah, sure. Um, was being tortured right in front of you. And this is why I was like, why would she stay in the room? That was my initial question. It didn't occur to me that she would crack. Oh, yeah. Because literally, <laughs> literally, like you know that you're going to die. and Because yeah. obviously we didn't obviously know what was going to happen and let's just talk about that really quick so she gives herself up she gives Ephraim yeah. up um essentially well, all of the Ephraim was already given up right um so they're on this the the damn thing where mm-hmm. we first meet Dante in last episode with Strand and he's like just chucking people over the edge yeah um and they're all lined up did we think that Daniel was going to turn against Dante right then I um I had a little bit of both. I was I was very up in the air about what was going to happen. Okay. I, in my mind, I was thinking, "Oh my god, if if Strand dies, I'm gonna be so mad." <laughs> I was like, "I'm gonna be so mad if Dominic Cole is not on the show anymore." So in the back of my mind, I was like, "Oh, I was waiting for Daniel to not save him." Yeah. Um, but I also was like, I was, I was, I had the, the majority of me was like, no, he's going to, he's going to do something. I don't know what it is, but he's, he's going to do something. Come on, do something. It was See, willing the character to do what I wanted him right. to do. See, I, in that moment, cause he throw like, obviously the first person goes over mm-hmm. and then he's standing there with Lola and I was like, he's either going to do what he has to do mm-hmm. and like kick in that soldier instinct and just throw her over mm-hmm. or he's going to kick in the soldier instinct but go in a different direction and right. save everybody Fight. um i honestly was le- i was 75 percent go him the like he i thought he was going to throw over because i was like there's because because like i said in the beginning i thought they were going to extend this dante thing a little right. longer and in that moment i was like well if they do so happen to get away, you mm-hmm. have to shoot Dante. There's no getting out of that. There's no oh, yeah, like no, no, no. having it like putting him in prison. There's no there's no reason to do that. Yeah. So that's the only reason I thought that he was gonna have to throw Lola over. And then I but, thought I mean then he was gonna have to throw Lola and Efrain and Strand. No, but then I thought that, you know, Dante was gonna be like, Okay, we'll give these guys another shot or something. I don't know. Oh yeah, no, I didn't see that. No. See, I don't know how <laughs> I didn't so know how far this, this was going to go, but I I didn't think that the Dante thing was going to end so abruptly. Yeah, uh, yep. I didn't think it was going to end so abruptly. I just I thought I I kind of thought Daniel might try and talk it out. Okay. First, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but he was waiting up to last that last minute. Um to do it and yeah. so then I was like yeah, nope he's gotta fight he's gotta fight <laughs> did you think that Dante could have had the potential to be one of those like awesome badass characters because here's the thing they established him with such what, like, like the mayor or, or the governor from or, yeah, yeah. The governor um, from yeah just because I, they established his like you know he had back history with Strand mm-hmm. he knows Daniel not knows him but he knows of this civil war that Daniel had to go through like they they established this really st- strong backstory for this Dante character right. and they killed him after two episodes right and I don't know if that has like a an inkling on what this season's gonna look like but did you think that <laughs> so he had the potential to be like uh, a know, good bad guy a good bad guy no, because I thought he was too predictable. His actions to me were too predict- too predictable, um, with the exception that he didn't 
throw Strand over the edge right away. Right. That was the only thing I was like, well, that was kind of... A, I didn't see that coming because I was like, in my mind, he was going to throw him over um, in that first meeting. Uh, otherwise, I could pretty much predict what he was going to do. And predictable bad guys don't make good bad guys. That's why the Joker is so fun is because he's, he's unpredictable. unpredictable. That's a good point. That's why Harley Quinn is so good or fun because she's unpredictable. Yeah. So those, you, sorry, I went real nerdy. No, um, no, no. I, I'm glad that you said that because you're right. A good bad guy has to be unpredictable. Which is why, um, wow, I can't think of his name right now, uh, but from Brokejaw. Jeremiah? The, Jeremiah, yeah. Uh, that's why he's such a good bad guy because i don't think he's a bad guy though i don't look at him like a bad guy uh, we'll find out okay i yeah i we think will. we'll, I yeah, think we'll, we'll find, find out. out i i assume everybody's a bad guy until <laughs> just like the alive and the dead thing yeah exactly yeah. yep um so i i think he'll make or or even um his son the uh jake wow i am not remembering names jake or toby jake to jake Jake, Toby. the good one. Oh no no, no the, the bad guy good. toby 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 the crazy one yeah he's unpredictable too yes like Whatever he's going to do is, cra- is crazy, and that's what we can predict, but we also don't know what that crazy thing that he's going to do is. Yes. Here's another thing that you touched up on that I want to touch up on now. Sure. Um, Strand was up there again in line with everybody that was getting thrown over, mm-hmm. but in the last episode, Dante gave him a pass and said, you know, you're going to work off the debt that you've collected. <laughs> we don't and that's why I bet, see what happened. Right. But then he's, like, up there with everybody else who's about to get thrown over. Like, what changed? Like... Did Dante just change his mind and go, hey, you know what? You're going to, now we're going to kill you? Because why didn't he just throw him over in the beginning? Why wait? It's, it was, it, it was just the writers needing another episode. I so guess. That they could do it this uh, way. That was, I think that was a little bit of a cop out. Like, uh, why was it, Strand They up needed there? to have the reveal of Daniel saving Strand. Um, okay. They needed to have, they couldn't have him up there seeing how this guy murders people. Um, have him be murdered and mm-hmm. then reveal Daniel because there'd be no point in revealing Daniel at that point. Okay. So they needed they needed another they needed another way. Yeah. They needed no, another I feel day. You. Um yeah, so that's pretty much it. let's go into predictions. Sure. Because I feel like we have a We've lot to a say. Bit, yes. Predictions. Yeah. <laughs> yes, guys, that is our predictions. Um lighting. Ambiance. Um, we've held out on predictions until about sort of. the fourth episode because we wanted to kind of a gain our footing um, in the Fear the Walking Dead after show as hosts, mm-hmm. um, but we also wanted to kind of see where they were going to go with this season. Um, so I'm going to shoot it over to Natalie. Natalie, what do you think is what do you what are your, some of your predictions? And this doesn't have to be about this episode. Any of the right, episodes, right, 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 cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I. Wow, I had so many, and now I just can't think of any. Okay, well, I'll but shoot you go first, I'll shoot and one then off. I will, yeah. Um, the helicopter shooting people, mm-hmm. I think you touched up on it in this episode, we did, too. We talked about it a little bit. I feel like they're holding Ophelia captive, and oh, because okay. Jeremiah's group is sending out Madison with this group, with Toby, to go Do after them. Do we think she's... Ca- I don't think she's captive, though. Uh, maybe captive. I just want to say, I don't... If maybe Jeremiah she's working. isn't holding her captive, I think she's working with the other team. Okay, either working with them or working with them just to survive, mm-hmm. um, doing what she has to do like her father. Um, but I feel like Madison, when Madison's group goes after with this helicopter shooting down group, they're gonna, that's when they're going to find Ophelia. That's one oh, of my yeah. predictions. Yeah, I, uh, well, I hope so, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with that. I think, um, I think Nick... And Alicia and the next ones are going to try and uh, incorporate themselves much more okay. um, in ways that are probably a little bit unpredictable. I think Alicia is going to maybe fall down 
a similar line of drinking all the time uh, as her brother did. Okay. Um, and I think he's going to have to maybe pull her out of it. Okay. Which I think would be kind of interesting. Um, who else is out there right now? Well, I just want to shout out Simon's yes. prediction. He said that Ophelia do, yeah. is the one that shot out, shot down the helicopter after escaping Brokejaw Farm. Um, and if Madison finds out, she'll do something dark with Ophelia in order to get into See? the uh, into Jeremiah's, yeah, into the Otto's family's good graces. Um, that's actually a really awesome prediction, yeah. Simon. I'm going to twist a little bit. Sure. I'm going to say that maybe Ophelia didn't. I'm going to say Ophelia was never at Brokejaw. I feel like she shot down the helicopter because she was asked to, maybe to prove her worth in the group that she's with. That's why she shot down the helicopter. I don't think she necessarily knew that that helicopter was from Brokejaw. Um, I don't necessarily think that... So just a little spin. That's a really great prediction. Basically, we just... We're pretty sure Ophelia is on the other team. Yes, because clearly if she was like in a basement at Brokejaw, like they would have... They would have come out with that by now. Right. But yeah, but that place is a little culty and maybe she wasn't like falling in line or something. Maybe. You never know. Yeah. My, maybe Simon has a point. Maybe, you know, they're going to, she was the one, she escaped or something. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. It's a good point. Um, I think that Alicia and Jake, just to go on the love story kind of track. Oh, yep, yep. I think Alicia and Jake are going to have a little bit of thing. But I think just piggybacking off of what you've been saying, that mm-hmm. Jake is like one of those like undercover bad guys, like undercover sociopaths I think that she's gonna get involved with him and then realize that he's not as good as he thinks he is let's see girl does not have good luck with love she doesn't she really doesn't assume that it'll be bad if that starts happening yeah yeah um I agree I think I I would like to know where Strand and do you think they're gonna Strand and uh and Daniel are going to stay at the dam and like take over there or that's a good point do you think they're gonna go out maybe in search for Ophelia or oh wait we saw that in the commercial never mind they yeah. definitely leave but I want to know how they're going to leave it well A they yes they're going to leave we saw that in the preview but mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to fully leave the, the dam because A it's a really great water source right. B if anybody deserves to take over that place it's Lola Right. Because oh, no, I think we've she's established, take Yeah, over. because we've established that she's badass. I hope they don't write off the whole dam because I think that's a very good character relationship to have with Daniel right. and Lola that may mm-hmm. be a potential romantic thing as well. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like Strand had a good point, and they touched up on it last episode when he was trying to, you know, convince Dante, like, you're selling too close to your source. You have to sell it. You have to outsource it True. and protect your source. Um, so I think they're gonna be, there's going to be something... Along the lines of that. I don't think they're going to fully write off the dam. Mm-mm. Do we but think, do we think they're going to be kicked out of the dam? Like they did out of n- the hotel? No. Why would they be kicked out of the dam? <laughs> because they literally rescued the dam from this crazy president guy who was literally having this strong hold on the water. Sure, but technically the group also rescued the hotel from the infected. That Yes. And they still got kicked out. <laughs> so, like, I'm just assuming that they're going to get kicked out of... Every, they're like they're gonna kick, they're gonna that kick that friend that drinks way too much at the bars and gets kicked out and you're like yeah. again damn it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know we'll I mean we'll see I yeah. hope they don't get kicked out I think this dam could be a very good uh, set piece for the season um, but like I said based on their track record right now mm-hmm. um, they're not sticking to um, I guess the question things for very is, long do we think Strand and Daniel and Ophelia do you th- do we think the original crew is gonna get back together yes yeah. I do. Um, I really want to see Strand and Madison together again because I love their dynamic. So I feel like they're best friends. Yeah. It's like a girl with her gay best friend. It's like, like 
they're both kick-ass characters and they need to come together again because they they're just like yeah. and it just goes back to Madison's promise to Thomas like she mm-hmm. promised to, t- to look after Strand but she also knows that she has to let him go and do what he wants to do just like she did with her son Nick like if right. she could do that with her own flesh and blood she's obviously she obviously did that with Strand um let's do um do you have any comments from last um I do um I just want to shout out um Charlu611, um, who was really happy to see Daniel back, like we all were. We all Charlu611, um, if you watch this episode, I really want to hear what you have to say about, um, you know, this episode. Because we did get it a little bit... It was Daniel. all about Daniel. Right. Um, Duper Super 1938. I just want to clarify this, because we did touch up on the Whispers last episode. Yeah, I read that. Just a little but correction. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Whispers can't talk to the dead. They actually cover themselves in walkers or infected skin and whisper to each other as they walk among them. Which is still creepy. <laughs> it's worse um, than just blood. I know. It's just... I know. <laughs> it's like... But it's interesting, because I'm like, this is what Nikki's been doing this entire time. Mm-hmm. So... I, maybe they'll introduce that. There was a lot of comments in our in our last video, mm-hmm. uh, last week's episode, that were that people were like, "I don't think they're going to do that because the the comics belong to the Walking Dead and not fear the Walking Dead." But I'm like, but if this is what Nick has been doing, if this is what they've been touching on, yeah, it's why wouldn't they go there? Right. So would you be mad if they went there? No, I guess I would want to know more about it. No, like how it works. I mean, I'm just I'm curious. I mean, it makes me curious, yeah. but at the same time, I think it's a little far fetched. Like I said last episode, I think it's a little weird. But like, it's a little weird. Okay, fair, fair, I fair, just fair. feel like they've used it so many times, especially right. in Fear the Walking Dead, where mm-hmm. they cover themselves just to get through a, a horde of the infected. I guess if they're going to use it, I would want to see the repercussions of it because there has there it can't be good for you to be covering yourself in infected blood uh, all the time. There has to be some sort of like sickness or something that comes from it. I get, I'm okay. So if they're going to keep doing it, I want to see. What an adverse effect! Yes, yeah, it can't like just, something that, because otherwise this world is really easy to live in. You guys, right? All you have to do is have a walker that you can blood. just butcher up and then just cover yourself in its blood. Yeah, um, yeah. Those are my uh, only shoutouts and everybody in the chat today: yeah, Simon Cern and Sylvia guys. B. Um, I forgot the in the beginning um, one game show. Game show, uh, Untitled Game Show. Thank you. Untitled Game Show, yes. um, Thank you, Untitled Game Show. Um, and Drexel heard everybody in the chat. Um, we love your comments, guys. Yeah, we do. We, you know, comment on the video throughout the week. Um, we love shouting you guys out. Uh, we love interacting with you guys in the yes. chat. Um, you help us out when we can't think of names. Thank you, because we, we have a lot going on. Um, we want to hear your predictions. Yes. Um, because we clearly have a lot of predictions. Yeah, drop it down in the comments so that yeah. we can, the comment section, so we can talk about it Yeah, and week. we're only going to get into more predictions from here on out, mm-hmm. especially like you said when the group all comes together st- stuff is gonna hit the fan you guys so it's gonna be um, a party I'm really excited it's gonna, it's gonna be good Natalie let them know where they can find you you can find me at, <laughs> at Natalie Dyer N-A-T-A-L-E-E-D-Y-E-R on all social media platforms you can also find me on the Dark Matter um, after show <laughs> I don't know why I looked at you <laughs> at 4 on Sundays and guys once again I am Timothy Michael you can find me on all social media platforms I am, at, I am Timothy Mike um, and we'll see you guys next week yep see bye you guys, guys. <laughs> from executive producers Maria Menounos Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. See you later.
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.